Good morning, everybody. This is the Marcus Today pre-market podcast coming at you on the 12th of September. This is general advice only. If you need advice suited to your personal financial circumstances, go and see a financial planner. Right. For those of you who have read the Marcus Weekend email, you will know the Dow Jones was up 377 points on Friday night, which was 1.19%. It was up 453 at best and 102 points at worst. The Nasdaq had a good night, up 2.11%, and the S&P 500 up 1.53%. We're having a little bit of a rally from the Tuesday low. The S&P 500 is up 4.65% in three days. The Nasdaq up 5.6%, and the ASX 200, which will, according to the futures, be up 79 this morning. And prior to that, we were up 2.6% from our low on Wednesday. VIX volatility index down a little bit on Friday, down 3.5%. For the week, the ASX 200 was up 66 points, which is just short of 1%. The Dow Jones was up almost 500 points, which was 1.56%. And the NASDAQ was up 2.78% last week. So we had two shabby days last week, followed by three much better days. European markets up 1% last week. So futures this morning up 79, sets the stage for a good session today. We had a four. 46-point rise in our market on Friday, led by resources. It was almost as if we had stopped worrying about interest rates and recession. It was very much a resources thing, though. The rest of the market didn't really participate. Some of the headlines on Friday, I've got some new headlines for you, but some of the headlines on Friday were two-year bond yield hits 14-year high. The yield curve has further inverted in the US, which is obviously a sign of recession session and a bit odd that the market was going up despite bond yields rising. 10-year bond yield didn't really rise. Other headlines, stocks jump as growth shares lead. In other words, technology was doing better than anything else. More worries for US stocks as Fed ramps up QT, quantitative tightening, which of course doubles this month from last month from around $46 billion to around $95 billion, I think it is. Magnitude 6.2 earthquake in Papua New Guinea. Lots of royal headlines. I will leave you to read them in the media. I can't believe, or I can believe, that standing out Buckingham, outside Buckingham Palace is Koshi, Michael Rowland, and Lisa Wilkinson. The whole of Australia's media has headed to London. They're going to be there a while, it's got to be said. The funeral isn't until the 19th. Speaking of which, the UK has called a public holiday on the 19th, so their market will be closed next Monday. Australia is going to have a public holiday on Thursday. Thursday the 22nd next week which is the day before the grand final holiday so two holidays on the trot I hate to tell you but there is no holiday for the ASX on the grand final holiday day next Friday not this Friday the Friday after other headlines Musk says Twitter whistleblower payment is another reason to scrap merger and North Korea passes laws for automatic nuclear launch if country's leadership is threatened goodness other quick ones Fed edges towards another big big rate hike. They, of course, have their central bank meeting on September 21st next week. Bank of England have postponed their meeting, which was supposed to be this Thursday to, I think, next Thursday. So we're going to see an FOMC and a Bank of England meeting on the same day. And there we go. On Friday, commodities again, very strong. BHP, I'm not sure whether Australia leads or follows sometimes with BHP and Rio, but BHP and Rio were up 
5.8% and 4.7% in the US on Friday. Oil price was up 3.56% Brent and 4.35% WTI. All the metal prices were higher. Nickel price was up almost 6% and it was up 12% last week. Iron ore price had a good week up 6% last week and 2.1% on Friday. The gold price continues to miss the party and was down $4 on Friday. British pound hit a 35-year low against the US dollar on Friday. Nothing to do with King Charles. King Charles III, who will arrive on our notes and coins soon. Actually, it will apparently take some time. Underwriting the rally on Friday and this recent rally in the last few days was the US dollar peaking out. Interestingly, it dropped 1.6% in a couple of days last week from close to a 20-year high. It is a safe haven currency and a drop in the currency suggests that there is a new economic optimism, which is good and an improvement in macro sentiment and the barometer of all irrational exuberance. Bitcoin was also up 5.4% on Friday night and is up 15% in four days. So a bit of a sentiment change going on, particularly in commodities. I'll give you a few of the new headlines today and then move into what I think could be the most important bit. New headlines today, obviously Queen Elizabeth Coffin arriving in Edinburgh as mourners lined streets. Slumping US stock market technical indicators flash warning sign. I think that article must be out of date. Fund managers cut S&P 500 futures net long positions in latest week. US equity fund see biggest weekly outflow in 12 weeks. I think all that must have been done before the rally in the last couple of days last week. More worries for US stocks and bonds as Fed ramps up QT. US Treasury Secretary Yellen says oil prices could spike in winter. Xi to meet Putin in first trip outside China since COVID began. 9-11 anniversary, Biden recalls American unity vows vigilance and Kim Jong-un's decapitation fears shine through in new North Korea nuclear law. Now, the most important thing this morning, possibly, are the Ukrainian headlines. If this is right, or if this is significant, if Ukraine are going to push Russia back, then the oil price is going to fall, recession fears are going to fade, and markets are going to go up. So this could be the most significant development. But it is, I think, early stages to make the call, but it's obviously helping. And maybe this is why the market started to take off on Friday, and we couldn't quite tell what was going on. Anyway, I'll give you the headlines. Ukrainian forces push north, south, and east. Could be turning point in six-month-old conflict. Ukraine's offensive snowballs with fall of Russian stronghold. Russian nationalists rage after startling setback in Ukraine. Ukraine blindsides Russia with northeastern thrust at supply hub. Railway hub capture cuts supplies to Russian units. Ukraine shuts down nuclear plant. Russia attacks civilian targets in retreat, including thermal power station total blackouts in a whole load of regions. Russia attacks in retreat, described as cynical revenge. Traffic jams as people leave Russian-held territory. Thousands of Russian soldiers leave behind ammunition, stockpiles, and equipment as they flee. Moscow silent on the defeat. Zelensky says Ukrainian forces will continue to advance. Ukrainian progress to keep Europe united behind Ukraine. And this last one, getting a bit too much media. Putin opens Europe's largest Ferris wheel in Moscow Park. And there was a fireworks display. And this has attracted the ire of a lot of Russian nationalists and prominent war correspondent Semyon Pegov described the firework display as blasphemous and the refusal of Russian authorities to embark on a full-scale war as schizophrenic. And he says, either Russia will become itself through the birth of a new political 
political elite or it will cease to exist. Anyway, there we go. That would be an interesting development and it would wash positively across the markets and it would help recession fears, commodity prices, resources, stocks, and maybe that's what's happened on Friday. Anyway, unless you are Napoleon, you won't be able to decipher whether all this is militarily significant or not or whether it's just a lot of headlines that don't mean much. We will find out, no doubt. But good vibe today, particularly for cyclicals, resources. Just odd that bond yields are still going up. Coming up on the diary, obviously the big one's the CPI number on Tuesday, PPI on Wednesday. Eurozone also has CPI numbers on Friday. Our corporate diary is as good as empty. Australia has jobs numbers and an RBA bulletin out on Thursday. Still a few ex-dividends around. The main big dividend this week is probably South 32, 8.6% dividend going ex-dividend on Thursday and obviously running with the commodities theme at the moment. UK GDP on Monday, sorry, tonight. UK inflation numbers on Wednesday. China's got retail sales, industrial production, jobs numbers on Friday. They've got their golden week holiday coming up on October the 1st to the 7th. Got the Queen's funeral, Westminster Abbey 19th. UK has a public holiday and that's about that. That's enough. Interesting morning. See what the day brings. We'll be back with the morning meeting podcast and the end of day podcast later in the day.